33 minutes past the hour. Texas Standard Time, I'm David Brown. We're not breaking any news here by telling you that college is expensive, right? These days, average in-state tuition and fees at a public university will run you just under $10,000 per academic year. Bump that up to $35,000 if you go to a private institution. Those numbers according to the College Board. But in the face of these record costs, Rice University in Houston has announced it's offering a solution of sorts for those who qualify. The university will foot the bill themselves at least for students who may not be able to pay otherwise. Rice says that starting in 2019, any admitted undergraduate from a household that makes $65,000 or less annually will receive a full scholarship for tuition, room, and board. Here to talk about what Rice's move means for higher education more broadly, Sandy Baum. She's a senior fellow in the Income and Benefits Policy Center at the Urban Institute. She's also the author of the book Student Debt, Rhetoric and Realities of Higher Education Financing. Dr. Baum, welcome to Texas Standard. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. When you look at the big picture here, uh, what is this step by Rice? Is it uh, symbolic, significant? What do you make of it? Well, in some ways, it is both symbolic and significant. First of all, it sends a very important message that people need to hear that they can afford a Rice education even if they don't come from affluent families. However, It is symbolic in the sense that Rice already has a very generous financial aid program, as do other highly selective private colleges that have significant endowments. Rice already gives significant need-based financial aid. It looks at people's financial circumstances, and it tries to figure out how it can make it possible for everyone to afford a Rice education. Now, let me ask you about this, because this has come up more recently in conversations about the cost of higher ed. And what I'm specifically referring to is how at private institutions, uh, most significantly, uh, there are inflated pricing I I suppose you could say, in inflated pricing strategies. Do you know what I'm referring to there? Yes. uh, These institutions have what is frequently called a high tuition, high aid policy, which means that they set a published tuition and fee price, but then they discount that price for many students. Now, there are some institutions where everybody gets a discount, where the price has very little meaning. But an institution like Rice that is selective and does Uh, enroll a lot of students who really can't afford to pay the price. Probably a a significant number of students do pay the price. And the reason they do this, this pricing strategy is because they need to get tuition revenue from someone. They're getting the tuition revenue from the people who can afford it. Mm -hmm. And then they are discounting the price based on students' financial circumstances so that people can afford it. You have to charge different prices to different people if you want to continue to operate and you also want low and moderate income students to be able to enroll. Well, there's a question here. Do you think we'll see more colleges following Rice's lead? Well, Rice is not the first institution to do this. Harvard started many years ago saying it's free if your income is below $180,000. One question that I really don't know the answer to is how are they dealing with people at these thresholds? It's great to be able to tell people whose incomes are between 65000 and 130000 that it's tuition free, but what if your income is 131000 mm-hmm. And at some institutions that do this, they, they slope it. That, that's what you do if you don't make this announcement. It's gradual. The more income you have, the less aid you get. Um, I hope that Rice is doing something like that, but they're not the first to do this. It's really 
the communication strategy and a number of institutions have done it. And if you can work out the details, it's a very reasonable way to communicate. A lot of people are hailing Rice for this move. And I wonder, since you seem to, uh, I mean, you've literally written the book on on student debt. Mm -hmm. uh, If you uh, had an opportunity to talk to colleges who were looking at this issue, what would you say uh, could be done that would make a meaningful dent in, in student debt? Well, I think it's very important for colleges that have the resources to do as much as they can to meet students' financial need. In other words, to say, here's a package. We know how you're going to pay for this. Your parents are going to pay what they can. You can work over the summer. You can have a job while you're in school. You can borrow some, but not too much, and the rest of that will fill in for you. And every college should come as close as possible to doing that. So students don't need to borrow more than a few thousand dollars a year. I I don't think that trying to make debt zero is a necessary goal. It's better to help more students pay and allow them to borrow reasonable amounts. But certainly putting resources into making college and making selective high-priced colleges accessible to students without their own resources is a very important step. I think a lot of colleges do more than they get credit for in that direction. Mm -hmm. Communicating this to students is really important. Sandy Baum is a senior fellow at the Urban Institute and author of the book Student Debt, Rhetoric and Realities of Higher Education Financing. Dr. Baum, thanks so much for speaking with us on The Standard. Thank you for having me.